Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Change Your Mindset Podcast, where it's all about believing in and executing on different and innovative ways to strengthen both your leadership and communication skills to help increase your success, and especially in today's disruptive business environment. One of the most effective ways of building stronger leadership and communication skills is by embracing the principles of improvisation. Yes, that's right. Improv. Your host, Peter Margaritas, is an improv virtuoso. He's also a certified speaking professional and a CPA, also known as the Accidental Accountant. Each episode of Change Your Mindset is designed to bring you different and innovative ideas, thoughts, and behavioral changes on a variety of differing topics, with the sole purpose of strengthening your critical soft skills. We may call them soft skills, but they are the hardest to master. And when we do, greater success and growth is the result. So jump in and start changing your mindset now. Let's start the show. Turned off, walking away from your inner critic, part two. The perfect inner critic. As much as I despise the inner critic and encourage you to kick it to the curb, I'll be the first to admit that the inner critic sometimes speaks a tiny bit of truth. You see, the last part of the inner critic's diatribe, something will go wrong, is very likely to come true. Why? Because we expect ourselves to be perfect, and there's no such thing as perfection. Of course, you'll make a mistake, probably more than one, and that's okay. Remember that most of the time, unless it's a real blooper, the only person who knows about what went wrong is you. Your listeners and audiences won't see it or hear it or care about it. Your colleagues and boss and customers and other stakeholders aren't particularly concerned about a little mistake you make. And why would they be? They're too busy wrapped up in their own egos, worried about their own mistakes. Only you and your inner critic are preoccupied with the what-ifs that keep you up at night. Because you and your inner critic are perfectionists who sometimes forget to look at the big picture. When you're overly focused on perfection, you can go into a downward spiral. Even you make even a minor mistake, such as forgetting to make one of your less important points while giving a presentation or being interviewed on a podcast or talking to your boss. If you maintain your confidence, something like that won't trip you up. So what? They don't know what you meant to say, or they're not all concerned about what you didn't say. Cut yourself some slack for the errors and omissions 
that have zero impact on people, projects, and organizations around you. It would be best if you accepted the fact that you will make some slips. Again, I checked. You are human. Think of the little gaffes or oversights or mistakes as opportunities to learn to do even better next time. And in the moment, roll with them. This is what keeps us interested and interesting. Mistakes are unintended off-script moments. Nothing more, nothing less. And they're perfectly normal and acceptable. Ask yourself, do you think it's possible that all the do you think it's possible that the all too human tendency to be focused on ourselves, the same tendency that fuels the inner critic and makes us worried about me, 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 every time we step on stage or in a conference room, also overwhelms our coworkers and audience members too? And that it's possible that they're so focused on their own concerns and insecurities that the least of the concerns is the little mistakes you might make. Rather than focusing on your wrinkled outfit or your stumped over word or what others might think about you, focus instead on service to your audience, on sharing ideas and insights that will help others and make a difference for your organization or theirs. When you're focused on service, it's hard to be nervous. Worry and fear are nearly always useless emotions. They are interest paid on debt you may not owe. A little vulnerability goes a long way. I like to think that remembering that we're human serves us in two ways. One, it helps us dispense the unnecessary worry and fear because we're only human, so we can't possibly be perfect. And two, remembering that we're all human, our bosses, peers, customers, and others, reminds us that we have a lot in common and that we have many ways to relate, to connect with one another. Vulnerability can be an ideal way to connect over a shared condition, the human condition. In fact, a certain amount of vulnerability goes a long way in winning over your audience. An excellent example of this is Australian singer-songwriter Megan Washington's 2014 TED Talk entitled, Why I Live in Mortal Dread of Public Speaking. When Megan opens her speech, you're immediately aware that Megan lives with a stutter. I didn't know it when I uh, agreed to, 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 to do this, whether I expected to talk or to sing, she begins. She explains that while she has no other qualms about singing in front of people, she has a mortal dread of public speaking. And despite that dread, there she is on the big stage with all the cameras and with the possibility of millions of people listening to her speech someday. Throughout the presentation, the audience watches Megan struggle to get certain words out, but it doesn't matter to those of us watching and listening. She's human and she's amazing. And she's just like you and me, perfectly imperfect. Her vulnerability warmed the audience to her, keeping them engaged up until the moment she disclosed a deeply personal and fascinating fact. You can't stutter when you sing. At this point, she plays and sings a beautiful song superbly, ending with a roaring applause from the audience. Maybe you don't have to stutter, and maybe you aren't an award-winning singer or songwriter. But like Megan, you're human and unique. And your ability to be vulnerable is a strength, not a weakness. Let me repeat that. Your ability to be vulnerable is a strength, not a weakness. It's important to remember 
The inner critic will tell you scary things and have you musing with doom about far more than you need to know or explore. And none of it is true or relevant to your efforts. You will hear what you can't do or how you will screw up. And here's what you can say to the naysayer. Yes, I know I will make mistakes and they will not hamper me. Yes, I will not be perfect in the way that I might have practiced or hope. And that means I can learn and feel the excitement of going off script and perhaps getting better in the future. Here's my deeply personal secret and fascinating fact about me. Even today, whenever I get up from an audience, I get butterflies and I can control them now and make them flutter in the direction of my choice. Reasoning with your inner critic. With all this bad mouthing about the inner critic, it's only fair that I take a moment to say something nice about the purpose and value of the inner critic. It's not always the bad guy. The inner critic does serve a purpose. If we were to consider delivering a speech on nuclear physics, I would hope that my inner critic would start screaming at me long before I stood up at the podium because, well, I don't know the first thing about nuclear energy and my remarks on the topic would be ludicrous at best and dangerous at worst. So the inner critic piping up to say, hey, Peter, don't volunteer to speak at that conference. It's not for you. It's a good thing. However, the critic doesn't know when to shut up. It always goes too far from friendly, constructive feedback to an all-out unnecessary character assault. And that's where you need to train it. You might know enough about the topic to deliver a decent speech, but the critic keeps nagging. Your nose hair is showing. Your tie is crooked. What a nitwit. If you pay too much attention to the prophecies of failure could come true. You get hung up on your shortcomings rather than focusing on your strengths. I understand. I've been there. Sometimes the key is just to confront it. Shut up. Shut up, please. You can accomplish this through the yes and approach of improv. Yes, I hear what you're saying. And I'm going to do it anyway. A friend of mine recently took a gig speaking to the commercial real estate industry. She knew very little about multi-tenant office buildings or industrial complex when she signed the contract to deliver the keynote. She was nervous and a little out of her element. So she said, yes, I want to do this. And I have a lot of homework to do so I can apply the lessons of my talk to the practical realities of the audience's industry. And then she did. Ultimately, she delivered the most well-attended and highly engaged presentation in this professional association's history because she didn't let the inner critic undermine her after she let it do its job in reminding her how much time to set aside to do her homework and to be amply prepared. The critic can and will still try to undermine you, even as you grow as a leader, but the critic over time won't speak as loudly. You'll build up self-esteem and you'll feel confident. You'll control the critic once and for all. Thank you for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.